Have you ever wanted to be your best while looking your finest, all the while being ripped AF? Us too. So maybe we can learn something from one another today on Dude Soup. Also, Lawrence went to Disneyland so some poor kid couldn't. I wish whenever you go to Disneyland they show you a photo of an impoverished child that can't go on that day. Well, I'll, I'll say this about your Disneyland trip. You're the only person I know who's been to Galaxy's Edge once. Yeah, you're right. That's Every weird. other person I know is like, time number five. And I'm like, <laughs> Stephanie's there again today. See? Yeah. See? So, there you go. I also pride myself on being the only person who didn't really like slam social media with every ounce of media that I could capture. That's for but today. But it didn't matter. It's about you. Because no. your girlfriend did. Yeah, yeah she sure did. <laughs> you, were, you were in probably 150 photos <laughs> featured in Galaxy's Edge stuff yeah. just by nature. Not guilty. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There's some deep AI that knows everything about me. Well, now. hey everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dude Soup. Today we are joined by the fine Lauren Sontag, Hi. the magnificent James Willems, Myself, as always, and our special guest, Brett Hunley from Couch Up. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm great. You good? I'm really good. Formerly of Machinima. Before that, uh, what else did we you gotta do? We got to go deep dive every time. Mania TV, Seven <laughs> uh, Eleven security officer. Born at the Air Force Academy. Really? I mean, yeah. Wow. I've never the heard Academy. of you. Yeah. What a brag. You saluted when I popped up. <laughs> Put me in a fighter jet. Uh, you immediately had to climb that wall. <laughs> today, we're talking about a bunch of stuff. Number one, Lawrence. Hero of yeah. the uh, afternoon got to go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland before anyone else. Learn about my uh, privilege. Apparently, that's content yeah. now. So. <laughs> uh, we're also going to be taking some of your questions about health and fitness for the gamer lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of true. I, I know. Mean, kind of true. true. I hate. Yeah. I hate that word though. The lifestyle gamer. Yeah, no. gamer. Yeah. Like Which gamers one? rise up. You know, Adam, it's like, we're taking it back. They I, said it too long. It's, yeah. it's ours now. I feel like. Most people, I think, have a relaxing lifestyle. Either way, we're going to talk about that later. Mm. Uh, but before we get to that, just want to thank our three sponsors, Robin Hood, Stitch Fix, and Fleur. We'll be hearing more about them later. But uh, first off, Lawrence. Yes. How the hell was Star Wars Land? Really cool, Adam. Uh, it's so... <laughs> that manic tone in your voice. <laughs> yeah. Though. I don't know well, First of all, how'd you, what, what was your... You got in before anyone else. I did. So You're you went, right. Well, you I went, didn't, actually. So there was, there was waves. There was, like, media. Did you... And then important people. The day I went was like the first day Normies got to go. So you bought a ticket? No, I oh. didn't. Oh, okay. um, so either you either got a reservation at the hotel and that qualified you for a time slot, okay. or you registered through the website. Stephanie had a friend that registered through the website and added a bunch of people. Gotcha. And somehow mm -hmm. I was one of the ones that got, got to it. go with someone got else that was far more on it than I would got ever it, got be. It. I think it was like a slideshow of your ex escapades whenever you want to These play those. photos Omar. that you didn't post? <laughs> yeah. No. Thank you for saving them for Baby work. phone, man. I appreciate that. They're for me later. In okay. 20 years. Uh, so yeah, that's the line to get in. Um, essentially. I mean, I mean, that's, that's Disneyland. Even, that's though. not even it. Yeah. yeah so. They, uh, we had four hours inside. They basically give you a four-hour slot. Oh, man, it's and already then... falling apart. Look at that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this is brand new. Uh, oh, yeah, there's like a stage show. Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren choked the shit out of some dude. It's pretty rad. Mm -hmm. And then they uh -huh. just kind of roll around and talk to people with cool little voice lines. The, and the premise is that it's basically like a docking bay. Like it's like an... It's a smuggler's coat. It's the Black yeah. Spire. Yeah, it's like a smuggler's area. Okay. It's, it's neither like Republic or First Order. It's like post-episode 9, pre-episode... Or sorry, post episode eight, pre episode nine okay. time period. So it's supposed to be new stuff. But okay. also, not only that, it's all fully immersive, right? It's mm -hmm. not like you're a voyeur. You're supposed to be someone that rolled up to this place. Like yeah, a character. All, in the, the universe. all the cast members and stuff are all dressed like Star Wars characters. There's Arabesh everywhere, and then they were they refer to you as though you are a galactic traveler. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's Disneyland. You got to kind of get into it. Or yeah. that woman in the Star Wars cap. 
<laughs> was a galactic traveler. Yeah. Maybe. This yes. is, like, this is more Terry Pratchett than it is yeah. George Lucas. A bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's getting there. But so, yeah, it's cool. There's some there's attraction. Does, does that break your immersion when you see someone in a poncho or like a NASCAR shirt when they're like, hey, look, it's Kyle Ren. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I guess I'm here with him too. I mean, I never, I never forget that I'm in a park. Uh, that much is obvious. Well, but like they don't have Star Wars logos on anything, right? It's all like they try to hide like it merch. from you. Yeah. But even that merch, like I heard it was like outside of the uh, Galaxy's Edge section. Like there, if you want to buy a shirt that says Star Wars, you have to leave that area. I guess that's true. There, There is like a first order recruitment facility that is also just a gift shop. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, I guess the merch there is pretty, you know, as subtle as merch can be. Yeah. But, you know, they have like. Diet Coke bottles that are shaped like thermal detonators, <laughs> yeah, right. but it's like got Arabesh on it. So mm-hmm. they do a pretty good job of once you're in that area of making everything very Star Wars branded and not overly well. I mean, it's all 100% commercialized, but sure. at least it's somewhat subtle about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the Millennium Falcon's there. You took this panorama? Yeah, well, my phone did. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so they have the right same. now, they have two rides. One of them's not open yet. Yep. So you did the Millennium Falcon ride? I did. And there I got lucky. Uh, speaking of privilege, I was just walking around and one of the dudes, Ryan, who had a giant wrench, which I was like, whatever. Uh, he just like, holy shit, and he like waved me over. They have a fast pass line for the Falcon ride. It's just not open yet. Like you can't reserve fast passes because mm. you're only there for four hours. But he just waved mm. me on through, so I got to. So he, this guy recognized you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then okay. he sent our entire group through. So oh, wow. as the savior of our galaxy, mm-hmm. Jedi Sontag. <laughs> and so where'd you get? So I've seen videos. Um, CNET did a really horrible video. I get. I actually implore you to go watch it. It, it looks like they got an alien who has never been to Earth before pretending to be human, trying to explain their time at Star Wars land. And they're walking around constantly out of breath, uh, very confused when they see things. And they're like showing them food like, oh, what is this? And he's like, it's ham. I don't I just eat it. Like, oh, ham. Wow. So I just put the food to my mouth. That's totally weird. Uh, super cringy. You should watch it. Um, cool. Yes, but anyway, so I saw on the ride that there's, what, six seats? Yes, there are six seats in, in like, three rolls. Mm-hmm. So there's two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. Uh, and it's it's kind of like Star Wars crossed with Astro Blasters. Okay. okay. So it's a, it's, it's, a sh- it's a screen in front of you and, and seats that shake and shit. And each station has, like, controls that'll blink at the right time. So the pilot, there's two pilots. One goes left to right, one goes up down. When it's time for you to fly, the thing will start blinking, and you just have to steer out of the way of asteroids or construction cranes or planes or whatever. Gunners have to shoot things. Engineers, if you get hit with stuff, have to like hit a lot of switches and turn dials. Is it is it like a video game? Like when you turn left, it goes left, or is it more like Space Ace? Space Ace probably. It's hard to tell okay. mm-hmm. because the ship is like doing a figure eight the whole time. Okay. So I was like trying to steer, and I couldn't really tell what effect I had. But it's not like the Indiana Jones ride where the steering wheel doesn't even move, and it's, it's completely reliant on me to perform the scene of driver for everyone else in the cab. Uh, yes, it's a, it's a hybrid of the two. Exactly. So you, you can shout out as many Star Wars lines as you want. Right. Uh, the right pilot gets to pull the lever to go into hyperspace, which is cool. But you have a score or something, right? Yes, but it shows you a score at the end, and it itemizes like collisions okay. minus so many points, uh, hits, or plus okay. this many points. It's meant to encourage repeat rides yeah, yeah. to try other roles and to get higher scores scores basically hmm. okay. but it's very well laid out it's a it is a total just like fan service masturbation ride mm-hmm. you you are taking control of the money in falcon to i don't know hijack some cargo so uh what this is or what i understand uh star wars land to be our star galaxy's edge is a response to warner brothers doing harry potter world or uh hogwarts land whatever you call it um for the wizarding world thing <laughs> that they're doing yeah um one of the things i know you can do there is you can buy a wizard outfit and walk around 
something I read online was that you can buy costumes in the Star Wars land, but you are forbidden to wear them. If you're over the age of 15. Oh, is that true? Oh, so children can yeah, dress up. That's a normal Disney Jedi. thing because they don't okay. want pedophiles masquerading as Disney employees. So well, you, you can't yeah. go to Disneyland get, and dress uh, like so a Disney character. My brain did not go there. No, wow, I mean okay. I. So I think it's I think it's kind of. I was being as dark as possible. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that's what they're <laughs> thinking, and they're like, "Well, we're not going to get there." I think it's kind of stupid because again, the aforementioned. It's not like kids are going missing by the dozens over at Wizarding World just because some adult bought a Ravenclaw they were, they robe. They operated <laughs> like, <right. yeah. laughs> into a van. I think it is weird, especially when... Yeah, there's get, some video, too. I don't know if you can put that I up. get that they don't want you coming in dressed as Kylo Ren or mm. Rey because you may be confused for a cast member. But it seems sure. weird that they don't just have a base level of random Jedi like yeah. mm. robe or whatever that has some sort of stitch branding on it to indicate that you, in fact, are someone who paid uh, $75 for a piece of fabric. So I did see some like random Jedis walking around. I saw a Ray walking around. They didn't have name tags. So I think maybe the rule, they're still figuring out where that dividing line is. But yeah, the, it could be a little confusing at times I mean, about who was a park attendee. It's, it's also not a new policy. Yeah. That Disneyland. Disneyland has always been that way where mm-hmm. it, it doesn't let you. They have specific dress up days. I was there once accidentally on Dapper Day. Oh, yeah. Which meant you could come wearing suspenders like you were mm-hmm. in a barbershop quartet. Like yeah. you were allowed to do that on that one day of the year. But normally, like if you show up to Disneyland dressed as like Aladdin, they'll just throw you out. You can't uh, be full Aladdin. Yeah. What's the word? You're you like an Aladdin shirt. You, can't you can, be full you can like, there's a name for it and I forget what it is, but you can like wear things inspired by Aladdin. So you can match mm-hmm. the color scheme and it can be vaguely like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Egypt or Middle Eastern looking. Yeah. But you cannot be Aladdin. You can't Aladdin. slice off your nipples <laughs> and then come dressed as an Aladdin. Sadly. So yeah, I think uh, the same thing is going to apply here. Like you can't come that. dressed as Kylo Ren. Yeah. You can't be Kylo well, Ren. We were there that one time. I wanted to get face paint. I was going to get Darth Maul face paint and they're like, nope, sorry. You're Even that. They're like, absolutely not. You're an adult. Paint your entire face. They're like, you can do one of the quarter dark. sizes. Even you though you like, clearly have hair and would not and I'm look not, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you started crying like a baby. And yeah, they said, I okay, did. fine. Well, it's always interesting, you. the branding rules. I had a friend who like wanted to take a photo with Darth Vader and she was like, choke me. Because she's kind of into that. And they were like, we absolutely cannot take a photo yeah, of Darth yeah. Vader choking somebody. Uh, like, That's what, what he does. But I've, I've heard the mothers get very grabby with the pirates. Yes, Johnny Depp gets yeah. a lot of uh, hotel keys, I understand. Yes. Uh, <laughs> maybe not yeah. so much anymore. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of... Uh, I've heard stories of drunken mothers just getting a little too handsy with mm-hmm. some of the uh, cast members. So uh, Your mom wasn't that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she was doing. It was an excuse. She got, hey, she got uh, out of the park. It's fine. Uh, I guess... Did you try Ooh. any of the? Uh, all right, oh, I, it's all stuttery. Too many frames. Oh, yeah, that buttery sixty. Four K. Yeah. Um, I guess not. To, not to talk, not to give Disney too much free uh, promotion here, yeah. but um, let's talk about the dark side of Star Wars Land. Uh, how much were your uh, your food and beverage oh, options? Uh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was like mid teens. Don't they have like a forty five dollar drink? They do, but it comes with a cup. So it's it comes with a tiki glass uh-huh. for whatever. I mean, oh, Jesus. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So yeah, I had to wait in line for an hour to go to the cantina because of course I did. Uh, wait in line, I mean, not wait an hour, uh, because they actually were serving alcohol inside Disneyland. As far as I'm concerned, aside from Club Thirty Three, it's the first time they've mm-hmm. ever done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's an, a variety of very sugary uh, themed beverages. They're like fifteen dollars. Pretty crappy, but it, whatever. You can get That's par for the course. Okay. Yeah, you can get buzzed inside Disneyland. That's pretty cool. They no did have intended. like. Huh? No nice. pun intended. Ah. Uh, 
Um, but they, uh, yeah, they have a forty dollar drink, but it comes with a collective collectible glass. Okay, that, of course, Stephanie got both of. That's right. I, all I know is <laughs> the, the place cost a billion dollars, and they got to make it back somehow. Mm-hmm. And oh, they can take your money. There's a yeah. uh, you can buy like a fully motorized remote control droid. It's like mm-hmm. twenty five grand, I think. Um, there is, so it, that is like a full life size oh, like replica. Oh, okay, not the build. The build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The build. A okay. droid is different. That's okay. like a little boy that like sits in your backpack, and it actually bleeps and bloops like in response to where you are in the park. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So if you start walking towards the first order section, it'll start like making worried chirps, and if you're in the <laughs> resistance side, it's all happy and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Okay. It's neat. You it's like build. the wand. It's, it's like a fun yeah. like you bought something there, but it also increases the immersion level of it. Oh, and yeah, the uh, with the Dis- there's like a Disney Play app, and there's like tons of ARG games scattered all around, QR codes oh, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. and there are like hidden doors that will open just to show you like another little thing if you do the right thing at the right time. Mm. I don't know too much about it. But, okay. That's but on great. that note, the, th- the cool thing about it is Disneyland is so old. Uh, California Disneyland. And that's charming. But Disneyland, or Disney as a company, and it's certainly the Parks Department, has learned a lot about parks and park creation and stuff. Mm. And it's really cool to see all of those lessons here because mm. you can kind of see them in Disney World a little more, certainly in Tokyo Disney Sea, because Stephanie's a huge fan, so I've been to those places. I would never... <laughs> Otherwise, I don't have enough money. But it's okay. It's okay. You're, you're I feel like like I'm envious, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have to excuse my my excess. Uh, but yeah, Tokyo Disney Sea is is marvelous. Like it, it, the layout is amazing. The design of everything is amazing. They have like a Jules Verne land. Yeah, ten thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah. But hey, they love it. And yeah. the ride is awesome. But uh, yeah, just just the food offerings and the layout of the park and like walkways and how it's all designed is different and better. Like kind of fundamentally better. And you can kind of see that here. It's weird. The The footprint of that area is not very big, but it feels very large. Mm-hmm. And it's just like one big loop with like little exits that come off. But it, once you're in it, you're totally in it. You don't see anything else. You don't hear anything else. Mm-hmm. And then once you're outside of it, you don't really see it. Or you can see some like struts poking up, like you can see it from mm-hmm. the, the highway. But yeah, it's the layout is really cool. The sound design is really cool. When you're in there, like you'll hear planes fly over and then everyone looks up like an idiot. Of course, there's nothing there, but it works. Uh, and yeah, it just it just looks awesome. And it's fun to just be in there and lose yourself in it for a little while. Yeah. So you didn't build a lightsaber. No, I wasn't because, into that. Because you have no joy in your heart. <laughs> well, I didn't want to wait in line to pay all money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money to build a lightsaber. It, well, that thing is like a whole... That thing and the build a droid are whole experiences unto themselves. It isn't just like... Because in... Um, in uh, Universal, yeah, they pick out a kid and they're like, oh, let's find or a wand Josh for you. Flanagan. Yeah, but I think, I, my understanding is that the Build the Lights over here is much more personal. Each person gets their own like guided thing with a bunch of cast members that will talk to you like you're in the universe and walk you through the building of a lightsaber and stuff. Wow. Um, if you stay there for four hours, or you, so everyone's only allowed there for four hours, that's mm-hmm. the whole thing? Yeah. And so they'll actually send like stormtroopers after you to kick you out or something like it's that? It's a good question. I don't know how they hustle people out. <laughs> drag uh, your ass out. Yeah, because you have a colored wristband that I assume corresponds to your time slot. So uh-huh. it's pretty easy to police who should be there and who shouldn't. It's There's probably a- like an hour cooldown where they just shove everyone out and sweep the floors or what something. A fun dystopia we're in. <laughs> yeah. You've had too much time at the park you paid money for. Now leave. Well, you can go to the rest of the park, right? Yes. You, so, it's, it's inside yeah. Disneyland. You have to have a park pass to go. Uh, it doesn't cost money if you have a, a time slot to go in. But it is a really smart way to funnel people through yeah, so yeah. as much people go in and their wallets explode and then they leave. Oh, yeah, this is a little... Is this so, an old woman being kicked out? Yeah, they like singled her out to be a Republic spy and they were asking her about her data pad and stuff like that. It's really interesting because... Oh, my God. The actors are not allowed to acknowledge anything in this world that's mm-hmm. not in Star Wars lore. Mm-hmm. So if, if you have a phone, they have to call it a data pad and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But it's cute. Okay. And, you know, they try to be intimidating but still fun. Wow. There wow. was one brief problem where, like, they stopped in a, like, archway and 
basically the entire park shut down because everyone just stopped to take photos. Uh-huh. And there was just a wall of humanity that blocked all traffic flow. But I think they noticed that it was happening immediately and like broke it up and mm-hmm. left. So right. it is kind of interesting uh, how that how that can happen. Oh, yeah, this is the cantina. I, I never knew uh, recreations of mid-century Berlin could be so much fun. But <laughs> here we are. Oh yeah, <laughs> show me your papers. They they took the old Star Tours guide and made it the DJ in the cantina. Uh, Lore, oh, I, oh, I I don't know. Rex. Stephanie was freaking out, but the, yeah, Rex, the Paul Rubens character. Yeah, this guy. Hey, <laughs> he's back. I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, he, they like play remixed, uh, like, it's so on the nose it hurts. They play a lot of yeah. remixed, like, late 90s, mid-2000s music, like more Star Wars-y, though. Mm-hmm. It's, it, is, it is absolutely built from the ground up to uh, tug on every possible heartstring that I have about Star Wars. I'm very okay. good at it. Is it worth the 900 bucks or whatever it costs to go to Disneyland now? Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> kind of. It's, there's a lot of things to appreciate about it. There's just the surface level, like, if you are a Star Wars fan, there's a lot of cool shit there. Uh, just to see and experience. If no. you're, if you have respect for like Imagineering and park design, there's so much of that to appreciate. Kind of like you were, I think James, you were pointing out, just like damage on the walls. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a smuggler area, so people are just going to get in gunfights, and mm-hmm. you can kind of see the history of that in this area, even though it is, it like looks and smells new. There's not gum everywhere, so that's kind of <laughs> weird. There's no graffiti, yeah. so and yeah, the prop design is all really incredible. It's just cool stuff to look at. He, in terms of crowds and stuff, it's hard to say. I, I, you know, I can't vouch for any experience anyone else is going to have. But right. yeah, it's uh, it certainly reignited a certain love of Star Wars in me, um, oh. which you know, corporate horror, but whatever. Oh, cool. Well, it's a different corporation. We're we're Warner. We got yeah. Universal. <laughs> well, you can look across the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, grass is so green. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for going because we couldn't. Hero. And um, thank you, Lawrence. I'm living thank vicariously you. through you. Uh, I'll get to go in a year or so, whenever. Schedule freeze up. Um, but enough fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the hard work of life. And that's going to be working out and dieting and all those good things in life, mentally and physically. But before we get to that, let's Ooh. hear from our first sponsor, Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. Excuse me. Uh, View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade-in just four taps on your smartphone. Pretty easy. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you can never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving our viewers a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. You can sign up for that at dudesoup.robinhood.com. That's once again, dudesoup.robinhood.com. Dot com. Thank you very much, Robinhood. So get your free stock now. So, sorry I'm starting to feel bad because Brett drove all the way here, and I want to pick your brain apart on how to get the manliest body possible from these two heartthrobs. I was going to say. As much as I can. can't just be me. There's a lot of heartthrobs at this table. You know? Quick <laughs> disclaimer, though. Uh, we are not fitness experts. We mm. are just Let's very passionate about, <laughs> about the topic. We are not offering any mm. advice. We're not actually telling you what to do. Just what we would offer to each other. You're here to listen. So um, if you want an actual uh, advice, please go visit a, a licensed doctor or physician. Uh, that is also, you know, if you're very serious about this, do that. But uh, right now you just listen to a bunch of friends talk about how we're going to all make each other 
like more huggable in the gym room, mm. locker room. Mm. More huggable. More huggable. I didn't sleep a lot last night. So but I'm if your back goofy. is too big, yeah. then you're less huggable. Yeah. Well, it depends yeah, you how you want to it out. Make yeah. it impossible you to gotta, reach. Like, you kind of get just, around. Um, yeah. That's so, why I say all chest, no back. Just this for days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very yeah. huggable. That's actually so, most people. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I have a really good group of people here because I know James has been working out for how old are you? 30? Uh, I started when I was like 12. Gotcha. Yeah. You were so like doing two, extensions for almost two and a half decades. Months. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brett, I knew uh, earlier in my life, and he has transformed into a hunk of a man. Lawrence, I knew when he was much more overweight. He was a completely different person. It's been a long slide. He is now this chiseled, just beefy of a beefcake of a man. I love it. And then I'm here. So I'm excited to uh, Adam, you're beefy. Come on. Now. You yourself have undergone... Some beefage. I, I'm only trying because the people I work around and I am inspired by those people. That includes Bruce, James, Lawrence, mm. even Elise. She somehow can eat whatever she wants. She tried really hard to get on this podcast by doing a lot of push-ups no. in front of you, some squat lunges. <laughs> she's been coughing a lot. Yoga, though. a lot of coughing. But she's yeah. always coughing. Yeah, she's always sick. And I just I'm just I like she's got that tight core. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean I've been working with you guys for years, and it's like obviously I work around with people who are very inspiring to me. So I actually want to talk to everyone. Uh, first off, Brett, I think I've asked you this before, usually drunken at parties or whatever, but wow. what was your fitness journey? When did you decide to just start hitting the hitting the gym like a rat? Gym rat. That's yeah, the one. Like yeah. a rat. No. Why do they call it a gym rat? I don't know. Because they're always there. Moving like, weights around. Like a wharf. Like there's always rats. Yeah, so I guess. You, yeah, yourself. it's just like you can't, yeah. you can't get rid of them. Yeah. can't get rid of them. Interesting. They breed. They breed. Yeah. <laughs> they breed. When, when did the switch off... When did you make that decision where you're like, I'm going to just start going every day? Um, it was since you guys knew me. I mean, I ran like cross country in high school, but other than that, not really much interest in physical activity, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, metabolism was running strong for a long time. Mm. Really got my money's worth out of that. It was yeah. great. <laughs> uh, and then at some point, the machinima it started to dip. And, you know, when I'd eat like two medium pizzas by myself, I'd be like, oh. What age is this? When did when, how old was I when I started Machinima? Twenty seven, yeah, is when I started there. So it hadn't hit yet. So I would say I think I started going to the gym in earnest probably around thirty. Okay. So I really actually envy your man. If I had the wherewithal as a twelve year old to start taking care of myself, that that's I really envy that. Well, we can talk more about my. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's there's it's there's good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. It was post breakup as so many gym journeys are where you've kind of got that just like spite to mm -hmm. hurt yourself and you can just kind of really translate it translates very well yeah um well you decided to focus your energy on something positive as opposed to negative which well, i did both i did both for sure <laughs> um but uh you know i built those those steps there so gotcha all right. Well, you look amazing. So thank you for coming on and giving. Well, thank you. I know this would be such a complimentary I, podcast. I want to be like you when I grow up. I think I'm <clears> older think, than I you. I think you are. I, I can't imagine there's that much difference the, at this the, point. The other thing also, I think, I don't know if a lot of people, not that it's a huge deal, but you're also a vegetarian, right? Yes. And sort of not by choice. It's like a, a medical. No, it, it is. I mean, it, it was spurred by just like me dating a vegetarian and having mm -hmm. like an ulcer and drinking and just doing a bunch of bad habits. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I could I'd stop. I guess it would be easier. Well, so like a lot of questions we got, which please feel free to chime in at any point. So um, from I asked a bunch of people on uh, Twitter, just like, hey, uh, what do you, you have any questions for us? This is a great question um, coming from people who are meat eaters or not. Mm. But uh, this is from Blar saying, I'm skinny and can't put on weight at all, even with the gym's help. How do I bulk up? And I guess that means from anyone's perspective. I don't know. Well, I mean, the 
going to the gym doesn't necessarily make you bigger. That's nutrition is what makes you is what changes your size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so gaining weight happens through consuming more calories than you uh, burn in a day. And that includes rest and also exercise. So on the fact that he's going to the gym just means his his uh, his standard caloric rate is increased from what it would normally be with already his admittedly high metabolism mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. So like. I mean, the the honest answer is eat more. Um, that's a bigger nutritional discussion, but I think like most people don't realize how much they eat, mm-hmm. whether it's less or more. They have no fucking idea. At the end of the day, if you ask someone how many pounds of food did you eat, no one, most, I would say, ninety nine percent of people are like, I have no idea. Right. That's and right. I think that's where a lot of that comes from. Okay. So um, I, I used to work with Shibby, who is definitely uh, an ectomorph. I guess <laughs> is the term yeah. for it. Uh, you know, like your Doug Jones type where it's like, he was like, how do I put on weight? And I yeah. was like, I said the same thing. I was like, I just eat more yeah. and eat a lot more, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I've used mass gainer. So if like, you know, if some people it's like, okay, mm-hmm. do I eat like 20 cheeseburgers? Or is there like a cleaner alternative? Yeah, yeah. And that can be kind of helpful, but I don't know with some of those guys. Should be never got bigger. Yeah. But the he question is, it. has he ever eaten 10,000 calories? A day? Yeah, I don't know. He said, he said <laughs> yeah. after a while he started to get he could see maybe like the the stomach paunch starting to come on, uh-huh. which so I feel like that at least could be convertible. Yeah, yeah. But that, that was means like he's gaining weight yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you just need to put it in the right places through yeah. exercise. Yeah, um, and also yeah, if you're eating garbage, yeah, yeah. ten thousand calories of garbage <laughs> isn't as useful to the human body as ten thousand calories of fuel. Right? Okay, um, I, what would be like a clean alternative to you know hamburgers or cheeseburgers or whatever? I mean, lean ground beef okay. is is better than a cheeseburger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there, there's a lot of diets that, you know, we, we can get into like low carb diets and keto and stuff yeah. like that. And a lot of it comes down to caloric density of the foods and, and how you utilize the caloric densities. So someone will be like, I eat a sandwich, you know, it's, you're supposed to have grains, but you don't realize that each slice of bread is 230 calories. So that together, just the bread of your sandwich is now putting you around 500 calories for that, not before we even start counting whatever's inside the sandwich. Meals mm-hmm. add up so quickly, don't they? <sighs> yeah, they really do. Um, but like in terms of being vegetarian, that's that's something I don't really have that much expertise with. I, you know, based off how I eat, I'm like two-thirds vegetarian because I only really right. have one yeah. like true meal a day mm-hmm. um, and it generally has meat in it um, and then the rest of my meals are based on you know like liquid diets and processed foods and mm-hmm. a lot of those proteins come from plant-based uh, plant-based sources but I think the same I think they could follow that and just just about replacement yeah like if you are a vegetarian you're just you're still trying to get that protein intake and it's just yeah. like okay do i get it through like whey protein or now it's like in 2019 all that pea protein which i'm all about right now oh, yeah. is like super good yeah what is pea protein i i assume it's from chickpeas yeah really leaned so. in on at this point yeah, yeah where like you know like you'd have like oat milk but now there's pea milk and a lot of people are like pea milk <laughs> but for me especially like if you're trying to be super lean pea milk you know you have like zero carbs and mm-hmm. pea milk and it tastes better the consistency it mixes really well and stuff and it's mm-hmm. it's awesome and oh, that yeah. beyond uh beyond meat stuff that I've also really been introduced to lately I think that's all pea protein too they yeah, just yeah. like really nailed whatever that texture is but it holds together better it bleeds it holds moisture it's awesome so yeah, yeah. I've been turned on to the impossible burger only because yeah. uh, consuming too much red meat just kind of makes me feel upset 
just like stomach. I just have digestion problems. So it's like, yeah. Hey, this is a burger. It tastes like a burger and it's a plant. So it's like kind of like James, like a lot of my diet will be vegetarian, but I don't mean for it to be. Right. But God, I love meat. Like I just like, I can't stop eating it. So <laughs> yeah. I have a real problem. I had three types of meat for lunch today. Yeah. I just, like on purpose? Like, no, I, I just grabbed leftovers that I had made throughout the week. Oh, okay. So it was like there was carne asada, chicken, and then uh, ground up bison. Mm, damn. I nice. just want to eat them all. Yeah. You know? yeah. I hate animals. You yeah. want to find a turducken in the wild, <laughs> slit its throat, and eat it. <laughs> uh, actually, on to the uh, subject of uh, dieting. Mm. This is an interesting one. This is from Can the Man. Is keto diet a good idea? Have you tried it? You know, like the meme where like your eyes turn red. Yeah, yeah. When I hear the words keto, it kind of provokes that reaction yeah. from me. But I don't. That meme has been used in multiple ways, though. Yeah. It's sort of a an excitement, but yeah. then also no. a rage. You're active rage. Oh, okay. It's, it's rage okay. for me. But I don't want to. I want you guys should weigh in. I, I've I've eaten in that it. way, yeah. but I think the concept and like the buzzword of like keto and the way that people try to just like hammer smash it to their mm-hmm. lives is what I get triggered about. But I was under the impression it was like an ancient Japanese like it, it is old. Of, of like yeah, it's, it's from like the Mediterranean the, though, right? I yeah. think it's from like the nineteenth century. Well it's, like they it's used it for, to cure ailments or whatever. They would like it was uh for um what's it called? Having the shakes. What's it called? Epilepsy. Um oh, really? Yeah uh hmm. I did a little bit of research on it. It was um it was Finding out that kids were having too much carbs in their diet, mm-hmm. and they would put the trip their bodies into ketosis, mm-hmm. keto diet. That's where yeah. it comes from, or ketos- ketosis, whatever it's called. But yeah, that's where it started. Was a, a health thing, so kids would get less seizures, hmm. uh, basically. And then people went, "Holy shit, I can get abs from this." They would also yeah. light candles and hold them on. If they breathe the candle for forty-eight <laughs> days straight, they would also be cured yeah. and have very strong children. <laughs> um, there's, I just did the Wikipedia uh, read up on that, but I, I've heard that. Died a lot. I think um, a couple people here have tried it. Um, I've dabbled in it a little bit. It seems like a pretty good diet, right? It's like well, all I, fat, no carbs. I guess there's also like eating like you're striving towards that and then like actually putting your body in ketosis, right? Because it's like yeah. kind of specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the body naturally, I'm not a nutritionist, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure from the research I've done that the body naturally enters ketosis like when you're sleeping because you aren't consuming energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So it has to find energy, and generally that taps into your fat stores to keep you from just dying in the middle of your sleep. So <laughs> so yeah. it kind of enters, it, it, it brings fat into your bloodstream and then uses, breaks it up, makes it into energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the, the, the fasted state is more similar to ketosis. Because I do, I do IF now, which yeah. has been cool, but I, to me it doesn't feel like the way like when I would try to Court yeah. ketosis and like immediately get sick and like want to lay on the floor. Yeah, it's definitely a different process because you trick keto is different. You're tricking your body or not tricking it. It's natural. You're following the natural progression of things, which is <laughs> death. Burn carbs <laughs> because that's like pure energy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but then you don't give your body any carbs, so it has to go to the next source of energy, which is going to be either fat or protein. In most cases, it's fat, but some people, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you are in a starvation mode and then it's just like grabbing whatever it can, which yeah. is how people will lose muscle mass just yeah. because they're dieting too much. Yeah. And keto tries to put the body in that state. So you basically have no carb um, and then you have a lot of fat. So it tells your body fats are what we're going to be using for energy for now until the foreseeable future. So that's, that's right. why people seem to feel like they get they lose weight, mm-hmm. they get lean. 
Um, basically, any diet that has a name, I'm cautious of, <laughs> or a brand, sure. I'm cautious of, mm-hmm. because generally the heart of it is you're eating differently. And keto also rules out 75% of anything you can eat in a grocery store. So you kind of have to scrutinize, and anytime you scrutinize, it's the same with Atkins. Atkins was huge, not so much anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know where it went. Um, maybe it was an impossible feat for someone to live that way their entire life, so it kind of disappeared. Just yeah. off bacon grease? They just changed it. <laughs> well, I mean, Atkins was like, no carbs. You can have pizza. You just can't eat the crust. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but like, I think these things just kind of change and evolve. Keto, I think, is is based in science, and it doesn't, I don't think I've seen anything that shows that it's any worse for you than any other low-carb diet, like long-term. Okay. Um, but people need to get to the heart of it, which is once you start paying attention to what you put in your body, mm. then you're going to probably see results in almost any capacity. Gotcha. <laughs> like, And I think paleo is the same way. Um, it's the caveman diet. Yeah, I don't subscribe mm-hmm. to that. The whole thing, it's like, we should just eat like our cave, the cavemen did when they lived, lived to be 32 years old. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. just whatever you can grab, grapes or whatever. It's yeah. like, okay, well, as a society, we're not developed to just walk around grabbing grapes and nuts and shit <laughs> off the ground. So I should be hunting grapes. is what you should do? Just like... I mean, it's basically like, what can you find? Okay. And what you can't find is grain that takes six months to grow. That, so that's basically the... Gotcha. I think also another thing is uh, glycemic index is something a lot of people don't understand, that there's different kinds of carbs, and hmm. it can seem like a light and... Fl- again, back to the piece of bread, it can seem like a light and fluffy piece of bread, but it's actually way more calorie-dense and heavily processed than if you did eat just, like, a slice of turkey, you know? Um, Interesting. So, I don't know. It's It's... I just always tell people to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. That can be a lifestyle choice. Yeah. Because that will be more effective than any sort of buzzword. Well, uh, Brett, you also mentioned intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. which, Lawrence, you've tried. Yeah. I'm currently trying I've it. I've done it. Cool. It's, James, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine you've done everything. I have done everything. I've, I've heard you talk shit about CrossFit and then take a CrossFit class. And I talked talk shit about shit CrossFit about while I was doing CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is totally fine. Which yeah. is really where it you're an every, comes you're, from. You're an every man, but you yeah. will try everything, which yeah. I... Well, again, so I don't have that's to. my whole thing is yeah. I feel like every, when you're trying everything, you're not putting yourself into a corner mm-hmm. and saying these are my only options. When do you do MMA? Actually, I've never I've never really done it. <laughs> I did professional sense. wrestling training technically, but MMA uh, I think is close? a sport. I would say that's a sport. That's yeah. not necessarily – it is a fitness avenue, but I would describe mm-hmm. it – it's like if I went and played basketball with my buds mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights as exercise. It's okay. exercise, but I'd call it a sport. Uh, I don't want to anchor this topic, but no, I, I just want to – support everything that you just said with like it's this that's that's what triggers me i think okay is i know a lot of people who are like yeah i'm doing keto i'm trying to lose five pounds ten pounds whatever and it's it's such a buzzword and people you know look for those easy answers for things right like in the same way that you would like tweet us and be like what's your workout Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i want your results or whatever yeah i think like you say it's like it's a it's a functional tool but if you don't have a healthy relationship with food Keto is probably like one of the worst things you can like lean all in on because it's it's already an unhealthy like the way you have to scrutinize and then treat food. It just all you're gonna do is like every time I've seen it for people I know who don't have good relationships with food, it's like you do it, you get whatever minute result you got after like being sick for like two weeks, and then you yo-yo so fucking hard yeah. because you didn't take the time to build up those those like fundamentals and stuff. And like mm-hmm. whether it's like IF or keto or any of these things, it's like you say, it's like you've tried them all because you understand that each of them is like a tool. And when you understand your body and you can like 
experiment and do some of that body hacking stuff that's like fun and rewarding where you're kind of like, oh, well, this this mm-hmm. is working really well for me in a way that maybe it doesn't work for every other person. But mm-hmm. I think people just apply that buzzword and want those fast results. And it's like, <laughs> I just get so upset when I'm like, yeah. why not just take the time that you would take dedicating to some crash diet for like three weeks to like do a little research, set up the foundations for something mm-hmm. that will actually ben- benefit you long term. And then you don't have to like redo those first three steps like yeah. four more times that year for like a pool party or like, yeah. you know, whatever. So I, I think I was just gonna say real quick that like, I always say, give it four to six weeks. Like I think people want results day in, day out. Mm-hmm. And it's really frustrating to kill yourself for a long time, look mm-hmm. in the mirror and go, fuck that bloated piece. It's like, well, you're also probably bloated because you just ran a bunch mm-hmm. and all your water weights come out. So it's like, like most things, give it time. That, that's like my one piece of advice to well, you guys, I would, not I, to the audience. I, don't I would do what also I say. say, if anything is pitched to you as being easy, yes, in yeah. this world, yes. yes, it's a lie. Yeah, it is a lie, or it's at least a misguided truth. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not. Because there's yeah. people collectively in this room. How many years have we spent in the gym? And we only look like us. <laughs> yeah. exactly. there, there was um, exactly. two, two really good pieces of advice I heard uh, from people who I respect immensely. Channing Tatum once talked about his body. That well, so that's the thing, though. But he, but he talked about the way he looked on like in one of the shots in Magic Mike, yeah, which yeah. is like obviously he had a trainer. He paid eighty thousand dollars, worked out. Yeah, and he looks great in that. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, also dehydrated himself, did all this mm-hmm. stuff. But he talked about he's like it took me a month to look that way for two hours mm-hmm. and he's like the next day back to looking kind of normal yeah, yeah, sure. him. and someone else who I respect immensely said a good goal is just to look good in a t-shirt and that was James I mean, Willems is it? he told me that, that yeah oh okay yeah. <laughs> I, I think because yes. I, I, I was changing <laughs> yes. in the room and he said you know what you should only have to worry about wearing a t-shirt oh thanks dude and went, oh yeah yeah wait yeah because yeah. you're going to look 90% of the time yeah it, it is something where it's like I know there was a whole show of like how to look good naked but you're only naked for all like what Two percent of your life. Yeah. Well, it's like a quality of life thing, right? It's like if you want, if you want to be that obsessive, where you're like, I'm going to live my everyday life the way The Rock lives on set for six months. If only, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a, but it's like, okay, like you should be able to enjoy things and like those mm-hmm. both in the fast, easy answers, and then in mm-hmm. the like just like the impossible expectations. It's like yeah. allow yourself to enjoy your life. I like right now. I'm being a piece of shit. I've been eating like sh- I know it's oh, pool really? season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last couple of weeks, Do I was like. Care? Who do I have to impress? Yeah, yeah. And I'll pick it back up, you know, yeah, yeah. a couple weeks. When you're from ready. Now. Yeah. But like, cool. That's quality of life. Yeah. I, I think, and also another thing is that human beings are all the same species, but they're all very different. So when you yes. see that dude who's walking around who's shredded all the time, you're like, how is this person shredded? Or even worse, when you see like, this is going to sound weird, but like that me in high school, there's like other teenagers there and it's a 15 year old and he's just this shredded jacked dude. Mm-hmm. You're like, there's no way at 15 years old he could have done any sort of the work necessary to look that way. <laughs> right. So his just, DNA was just like shredded mm-hmm. and jacked. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. just kind of how some human beings are. So mm-hmm. like you can only assess yourself based on yourself and how it makes you feel. Yeah. And ultimately happiness should be the goal. Yeah. Oh. I will never have huge pecs because of my genetics. I have had to just come to terms with that. Yeah. I have nice arms and shoulders. Yeah, and yeah. I feel good about that. <laughs> but I, no matter what I do to my chest, it's just kind of there. It's just there. It's like, all right. Yeah. All right. That's fine. But the thing is, those silverback gorillas, <laughs> same thing. You just sure. turn it they in. They got those small little pecs, but yeah. you look at that back, whew, they See, jacked. You just find something to get you through the day. Yeah, like, yeah. That's silverback <laughs> gorillas. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, well, we'll talk more about that. Let me uh, do this quick ad read. Uh, I'd like to thank Stitch Fix for sponsoring this fitness-based podcast. Because when you're gonna when you're gonna get into terrific shape for summer, you're gonna need some new clothes, and you're gonna need a personalized online stylist, which Stitch Fix, yeah, Stitch Fix is all about. So uh, you actually can't. Let me get my feet up here. These are Ooh. Stitch Fix pants. Ooh, yes. Wow. Those look good. They're great. Actually, great mobility. Good. I too. actually, I uh, no <laughs> yeah. joke. I put them on. Uh, I didn't mean to wear these today. Mm. They're just made their way into my wardrobe. They were uh, selected for me. Uh, I've got a few uh, outfits from them. Um, got some like really good shorts. They're just pretty damn good at picking uh, good clothes for you. So, uh, like I said before, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. You get basically fill out your profile and say what you want. Now you want it. So if you go to stitchfix.com slash dude soup, uh, you just have to answer a few questions and they'll basically figure you out. I think as a joke, when I first did it, I'm like, I'm more of like a weekend daddy. Okay. <laughs> and, all right. And then they're like, I mean, I agree. What's, what's your height? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what's your height and all this? And they're like, maybe we change a couple things here and there. I was like, you got me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be a they silly knew it billy. wasn't for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is a weekend daddy? You should. Is that like up to me to interpret? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think right, so. Gonna, don't, yeah, I don't, don't think clarify. you really want to put labels on anything, <laughs> okay. but in case you need help. <laughs> so uh, there's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free, plus the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. You'll never have to think about looking good again with Stitch Fix. Once again, you take care of this stuff. And they'll take care of the rest, and you're going to look gorgeous. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. I'll say it one more time, stitchfix.com slash dudesoup. So please uh, check them out, and thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Get you some good-looking clothes. All right, back to the uh, fitness side of this here podcast. Is it called, is just IF, IMF? What do you call it? I guess impossible I mission force. Exactly. Also known as in, <laughs> intermittent fasting, which that yeah, acronym doesn't really make any. Off. Yeah, still works to this day. Those films are amazing. The, mm. the mask thing will never <laughs> get old. <laughs> um, so, what what has been your guys' experience with the? I guess, the, I guess to explain, uh, there's different versions of this. Oh yeah. I think the most common one is there's an eight hour window in the day that you eat, and then you take sixteen hours off, yeah. and then you basically wait till you you figure out your hours. But that's the general rule, eight sixteen. Yeah, that's what I'm doing oh, now. Okay. I've seen other ones where people like they'll fast for two days or something insane like that. To do like one day. Have you seen the one where it's six days on, one day off? You can eat as normal for six days of the week, and then on Sunday or whatever, you just don't eat anything. I, I don't know. I just that doesn't sound. I need that you. broken down for me as to how that uh, works how, like, on a <laughs> physiological <laughs> level. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I just remember uh, if you ever seen the show Metalocalypse, they were trying to have a discussion of how they should diet because they want to get in shape. And they, they came up with the idea of like, what if we just do one big meal at night and then we digest it? <laughs> and and like, they're like, that's, that's when you lose the most weight. It's like when you sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all get these giant descended bellies <laughs> because that doesn't work. Uh, or that was well, they the had joke. one meal a day. They had one giant meal before they went right to bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they ended up being in the worst shape of their lives. Oh. Um, it's just a very funny show. Uh, either way, what have been your guys' experience with the uh, impossible mission diet? <laughs> I mean, I did the same. I did the eight. Uh, 816 when I did it. Um, I mean, my opinion on it is it's a question of whether or not it fits your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was researching it, a lot of the a lot of the literature around it was, y- listen, if you do this, you can eat as 
as much as you want. And when you break fast, it's like a party. Like, <laughs> yeah. so if you're a food lover, mm -hmm. this is the thing for you because it's like a fucking, it's like a birthday party going wild. And you, you prep all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like leading up into that last hour and you got all these chilies <laughs> and everything. And you're like, I'm going to blast 1500 calories into my body as soon as that clock towards takes over to 1 p.m. or whatever mm -hmm. it is. They also, then they also, the other side of it, which is like, oh, well, you have this fasted period when your body is fasting. It'll use those same, it'll use carbs. It'll use your remaining energy sources. It'll burn that stuff so that mm -hmm. way. Um, but then you eat before you go into starvation mode, so it never actually takes your muscle, so it kind of allows you that thing. And your mind sharpens to a, like a yes. fine point yes. when you're fast. You can do so much more than you could ever do. While your you're head is clear. Food. Oh, wow. Because you're not thinking about cupcakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my experience with it was, in my opinion generally, is that when you can only eat for eight hours, you're probably going to eat less. Is basically where I've mm -hmm. kind of come. Like, and I, I am an advocate of calorie in versus calorie out. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how it all works. Um, you can get more complex with it, but that's real nitty gritty stuff. And you don't know if those match your genetics. But for most people, it's calorie in versus calorie out. And if you only have eight hours to eat, you're probably going to eat less if mm -hmm. you had 12. I think that's just human nature. Okay. And that's why I think intermittent fasting is effective for a lot of people because mm -hmm. you just have that smaller window. Um, but I know you guys are currently doing it right now, so I'm curious. And you've done it. You've done it as well. So, like it's, mixed results. Well, kind of like what you said. Uh, I was I was using it, and I think a lot of people do Atkins and stuff like this for the same reason. I was just looking for a reason to not have to. It was like a an easy rule to follow that allowed me to abandon restraint in any other capacity. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I still overate because I wasn't tracking. Mm -hmm. um, and whenever I don't track, that's usually when I eat about like at least 700 more calories than I think I do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I already eat a really small breakfast. It's like maybe 200 calories. So for me, it's just like, I just won't eat that. Yeah. And it was pretty fine. Uh, didn't notice any change really, but still I'm pretty sure I ate more than 200 calories in my window. Yeah. So I came out with net more calories and it didn't really have an effect on my physiology. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, after trying it for like four to five weeks, uh, I didn't weigh any less. So I just I decided yeah. to stop. Wasn't working. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I, for me, it works better because um, it's more of a Jess and I, uh, my wife will do um, will do things together typically. So she came up with the idea. She's like, "Hey, I want to try this intermittent fasting. It's totally great." Um, the problem with our eating relationship will typically be, well, you got to eat three meals a day, and I don't like eating late. But then also, uh, I feel bad eating alone or having her eat alone. So it was always like, "Well, it's ten thirty. Might as well have dinner." And it's like, I just put this giant meal in my body, and I feel like shit, and I feel like I was getting heavier. Um, I actually have not lost much weight. Um, I weigh about the same. I'm like, which is weird. I'm a weird uh, freak of nature. I weigh 200 pounds as a six foot person and like I have a pretty normal build, but I haven't lost any weight, but I feel better because just because I'm like at eight o'clock, stop eating. And then I'm just like food's digesting and I don't have like a big full stomach before I go to bed. And then, yeah, like the breakfast thing, I don't know. I don't miss it. It's been fine. Um, apparently, you're not supposed to do it every day. That's one of the other things. I've, I've heard so many conflicting things. It's because nothing yeah. is 100% for everybody. Yeah. And then as soon as someone finds out something that isn't 100% for them, they write a fucking thing, <laughs> make a YouTube video yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like perfect example, James can shit every day. I can't. You can't shit every day? No, it's like every other day sometimes. Like I have a horrific digestive problem. And I'm like, <laughs> just backed up shit. I'm trying, I'm probably actually, I, I do try to weigh myself after I go to the bathroom now just Atta to boy. see. Yeah. It was a pound and a half, a pound and a half of piss this morning. A piss? That's, yeah. 
Duh. That's yeah. a lot of piss. Wow. How long were you peeing for? Yeah, like 35 seconds. That's a lot of liquid. I yeah. do drink a lot of water. Which you're supposed and to. you still yeah. don't shit every day. No, that's the weird thing, right? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I drink coffee. That doesn't uh, really seem to help. Believe me, I, went, I had a whole stomach issue before yeah, yeah. doctors couldn't figure out what it was. It's one of the most frustrating things in the world where, like, I don't understand, doctor. Like, I'm, all of the results are great. He's like, you're so healthy. You're so, oh, my God. Your vitamin D is a little low. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're so great. I'm like, I w- I'm sitting there going, I want to die. I want to die. And I was losing weight like crazy because I wasn't eating because my stomach kept, anytime I put anything in me, it would just expand. And they're like, we don't know what it is. And they just kept trying different things until finally it was like an antibacterial pill. Mm. That's all it was, an antibiotic. And that seemed to help. Mm. And it sort of just kind of went away. And it was like, but I felt like trash. Mm. Um, yeah. It's, I have a weird body. I don't know. It's like, James said, "Everyone is different." Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's nothing different. works for everybody. So, but this this one works for me. I think I just have a, I have a weird relationship with food um, because I love to eat it, but I don't think it likes me very much. So, <laughs> hence my my pooping schedule. I think I think it's also helpful in the in the fact that like when you do it for the first time, you're kind of like, how could I go to the gym and not possibly immediately refuel my body? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How could I get through a day without eating lunch? I mean, I you're would a get... morning workout guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So going to the gym in the morning and like pushing it hard and then not immediately like slamming something because mm-hmm. that was like the conventional wisdom of, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, 20 minutes after you. And it's like, guess what? You're not going to die and you can not eat lunch and you won't die and you could probably not eat the whole day and maybe you get a headache at the end of the day, but you're also not going to die. So um, I think it's been useful for that. It's good for like eliminating, like I'm a grazer for mm-hmm. sure. And mm-hmm. so now it's kind of like when I dump the protein into my body when it's time to eat, it kind of keeps me from eating a bunch of bullshit throughout the day, especially mm-hmm. like at the office, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this is actually another question from uh, Angus Trimboli. Uh, this is, I think it's, I think we all have some insight on this, but this is how can I get or stay fit if I work a full-time job at an office, mm-hmm. which we all do. Yeah. We sit around all day or stand if you have a stand desk, not that. I think that makes too much of a difference. What is it? Burns 100 calories a day? I don't know about that. That's a six-pack ab right the there, blood baby. clots from slowly filling up your legs. Whatever helps. Gets the blood flow going. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, any advice there from you guys? I mean, that's most people nowadays, yeah. right? It's not really the exception to the uh, yeah general population. Having an office job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're still you should people. work on a ranch. And it's like, you probably don't need <laughs> our advice. Yeah, yeah. You're probably doing pretty that's good. That's why they're called farmer's walks. Mm. Yeah, kind of. Not what? really. But yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Fight, fight yeah. me on this. <clears throat> uh, I mean, that's that's basically everyone in the Western world's current battle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not truly a unique one. That You have to build a routine. You have to build a routine that you can make last forever. So when people say, how many days a week should I work out? You go, how many can you for the next five years of your life Mm -hmm. like how many how many can you is it six you know you can do six great six days a week go for it there's a way that works yeah um if it's three you should do three if it's only two you should do two like because that's going to be better than three five none for four (laughs) months and then two like you know so i mean in terms of an office job the best advice i would recommend would be based off your place of employment or your home find the closest gym you can get to from that from either of those two places okay. if it's your office don't go home go directly to the gym once you leave work mm-hmm. or go to the gym and then go to work those are your only two options <laughs> don't go home never go home i used i, I had <laughs> so i had a, i had a gym that was like two blocks away from where i was living 
but it was across town from where I worked, and I never went home. Because <laughs> if you go home, you will not go out again. Yeah, it's just that's part of your commute now. Mm-hmm. It's going to the gym. Yeah, um, that, that says something, I guess. Depend, like I try to go at lunch. Yeah, uh, we're fortunate enough that there's a gym near our office that we can go to. Mm-hmm. You guys That's, can walk right from here. We have ride a, a bike. We generally yeah. agree to take like an hour long lunch, which is enough time to get to work out and yeah. then get back. Yeah. And you, some people don't. You have shower to. there and then come back. Shower. I shower. Come or on. you just come back and you're like. I just, <laughs> It's a stinky office. We only got office. two female employees. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I guess mm. I, I I just try to wash my clothes <laughs> when I can. Mm, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, no real. Sh- uh, I guess we're getting we're just too much information. No, this, is, this is the real talk. Hey, what is this? There is a shower there. Hour? The option is available. Oh, it's not used. All right. This is good. I mean, if you do a couple of big heavy lifts, you might like get a glaze and then it evaporates, and you're not you're not just like high-impact drenched. You're not doing sprints on a treadmill or something. Uh, I think what's more important is your regular hygiene. Because I've noticed that I only stink at the gym if I stunk before I got to the gym Mm. and then I work out. It's like... Or if your clothes aren't really clean or something like that. Or something like it's like... Yeah, it's like an aromatic for whatever you already are. (laughs) Um, So if you're clean and you shower every day and you have clean clothes... Then you can go to the gym, get sweaty, and then come back, dry off, and not stink. I know that's not the case. I know Better some people yet. have terrible BS. If you eat a lot of garlic, you get a nice, pleasant aroma. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's been too. happening lately, the, weirdly. That, the guy you're waiting for to get off the squat rack will move a little quicker, maybe, if you maybe. Uh, smell like an Italian restaurant. Throw those hands up and lean yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine your, your gym's probably pretty clean, too, right? You're not going to like a shitty LA fitness where it's like, No, it, it's basically like a hotel gym, almost. It's like yeah. the company oh, gym. Oh, yeah, the company gym. I mean, I yeah. go to LA fitness. I'm not shitting anybody. No, that's yeah. fine. But it's filthy, so when I leave there, I'm like, I need a bath. I, oh, I yeah. feel like the one thing you should never be have any criticism of is someone else's gym. <laughs> you're like, please don't bring anyone down who's clearly trying to make themselves better. I've heard people are like LA Fitness or uh, Planet, Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it well, looks Planet like Planet Fitness is garbage. You can make fun of it a little bit. They order pizza for the people that are members. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. Yeah. They, awesome. they have a lunk alarm for people that make too much noise while working out too, I think. Uh, There's a whole culture, I think, for it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it looks like it's run by the Joker, but it's got this <laughs> also, strange it's your only option. aesthetic. Totally understand. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, yeah, if that's all you've got, do it. And then also, I totally get it, where gym memberships are stupid expensive sometimes yeah. and like recycling I think a lot of people just feel good about themselves for signing up and not actually mm-hmm. doing anything about it because yeah, yeah. it's like I put it in the bin and it was like I recycled it's like no you didn't you <laughs> put it in a bin and it went off somewhere and you're just assuming all is okay also China isn't buying our trash exactly anymore, so, you're, so it's it, just going to a landfill yeah, also somewhere. if you're not washing your garbage and giving it to them sometimes it's, they just can't recycle it so that's a whole I, I work other with podcast. people who've never recycled they're adults. I've never recycled before. I, I know where you work. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, oh, the spaghetti can go in with the plastic, right? Oh, oh yeah. Perfect. It's like, oh, but yeah, no. I, I always feel like a good thing is to have incur- have a, a friend you can work out with, not someone you're going to talk to, hmm. but having someone, because like, James and I don't work out together, but just by virtue of James or someone going, hey, I'm going to the gym, I go, I should go too. Mm-hmm. It's like just having that sort of, I think encouragement always helps, but then also just on top of having a schedule, I always feel like it's important to have a plan or something, which is very hard to have. I, I know a lot of people, I did this for years, where I'd go in and just go, one, two, three, four. Yeah. What's that machine do? And mm-hmm. then I just like flail around for a little bit until I kind of think my back hurts and then I'm like feeling good. <laughs> um, the, the best slash worst thing I ever did to myself was I did CrossFit for about six months only to get that base and then also sort of just basically learn how to get a how to work out like work out of the day kind of vibes right yeah, yeah where like you're where like you've... i have a set schedule and then there's so many apps now and things that will just do that for you where you're like 
do these, do that. There's so many YouTube videos of people who look like broken creative character models, but they'll show you how to get into great shape. <laughs> um, and I, like, I'll just download those on my phone and I'll watch them. And I'm like, there's a lot of free like personal training you can do. Yeah. But it's just having a set workout is, I feel like, life-changing because you're like oh wow i feel tired all over there's a lot of things where it's like oh i want to learn how to sing or i want to take dance classes or all these things that people put off and put off and put off i do think the there is acceptable procrastination if you're someone who hasn't ever exercised worked out at a gym mostly talking about like lifting weights or cardiovascular or whatever you have no experience with this I do think there is a productive form of procrastination where you inform yourself about what it is and you watch those YouTube videos and you look up programs and you just ingest, ingest before you ever actually go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I think that is the like one of the few forms of acceptable procrastination mm -hmm. because I think it will help you. I think you are better off trying to take a week before you start a membership learning and ingesting and then knowing what you're going to do when you go on the first day as opposed to just wandering in feeling really scared and kind of doing what you did where you're like, what does this do? Curls? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. And it's like, I think you'll, it'll be more effective. Number one, your results will come faster. But I think number two, you won't feel as lost or intimidated because when you get there, you'll recognize the environment and what it's supposed to be used for. Yeah. Those are all tools for you to use. Yeah. You're not there to impress anybody. Also, that's yeah. another thing I always mention too. People are like, I don't want to go to the gym because I feel intimidated or like, I don't want people staring at me. No one gives a shit. No, some people do. That's why there's mirrors. But they're there. assholes. And those they're the same people that are going to be assholes anywhere else in the world. Most people that are serious are there to be serious. And anyone who is serious and sees someone who kind of comes into the gym and looks new thinks, cool. No one's like, get out of my... There's no yeah. territory or any mm -hmm. of that shit. Like, unless you're just doing curls in the fucking squat rack. Like, <laughs> yeah, but again, yeah. you won't do that if you go and form yourself online. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I feel like even like having the empathy for like someone who it is their first week, I'm like, wow, they're in much more pain. Oh, and yeah. like they're, they haven't gotten over that hurdle yet. So yep. like that's like extra props for me we, when I say it. We have endorphins. Yeah. The rest of us are, that are there regularly are working with those endorphins. <laughs> Every curl gives us a little <laughs> burst of high. Yeah. That doesn't happen, I think, until like five or six weeks in in regular training that your body goes, we'll reward you for this because it's not stopping. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, exactly. There's um, another warning I like to give to new people. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've also seen people look like they're going to injure themselves in a gym because they're yeah. worried what other people will think of them because they can't lift a certain amount of weight. Um, mm -hmm. I'm speaking mostly from a, a male's perspective. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I've ever, it's like typically females I'll see in the gym and they'll have really good form. And it's like, but it's like, that is, that is actually one of the most important things. Like don't hurt yourself doing this stuff. And I, I had that attitude for years mm -hmm. where I'm like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do like a bench thing and it's going to be more weight than I can possibly lift. I'll do basically a max. I'll do one and go, well, I'm good. And it's like, I've gained nothing from mm -hmm. doing this because I was just worried about that guy, what that dude on his phone thinks of me. Mm -hmm. He didn't see me. He didn't care. He didn't care. He didn't and so care. like, there, there's nothing embarrassing about going in there and like, yeah, if you can only curl five pounds each arm, there's nothing wrong with that. And no one will judge you. Like, yeah. And if they do, fuck them. Just They're, tell them you're warming up. Yeah. If you're benching the bar, just say, say, well, I'm warming up today. I've seen huge dudes just benching the bar. Yeah. And they're that and it's like if, if you can bench press 700 pounds, you know what the first set is? The bar. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Like it's not the strength doesn't work that way. Okay. So it's it's always okay. You start low and you work up to something you feel comfortable with. Yeah. I feel like it's also paying into the idea that you're never there is no destination, so you're not gonna skip there. It's true. Uh 
if if you're not in there like feeling good about yourself and lifting lifting a shitload of weights today, next month you will be because you're in this for the next 20 years. So you've got plenty of time to build up. There's no reason to jump and hurt yourself or jump because you think some dude you'll never talk to again is looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is for you and you should embrace that. And part of that is the humility of, of really accepting where you're starting from. That was hard for me for a long time of, of really embracing uh, and, and actually led to some really bad form habits of like, well, I could, I could push this weight last week, so I got to do more this week um, instead of really breaking it down and getting my form right. So yeah, it's, it is, I think it all goes back to your mind and your foundation. If, if you really embrace this as a lifestyle and something you're going to keep doing, there's no reason to rush any of it. You have time to get your form right. If you just do the same weight for an entire month, by the end of the month, you'll be better at it than you were at the beginning. And then you might feel, just wait until you're comfortable and then push it a little bit. So mm-hmm. yeah. If you think self-loathing isn't a part of the minds of <laughs> everyone else there, then body dysmorphia will just take over from, you know, yeah. it's, it's all part of the process. So. Yeah. Uh, I have two and a half decades. I want to get everyone's uh, <laughs> final thoughts in a sec. But uh, before we do that, I want to thank our third and final sponsor, Fleur. Fleur, so we were talking about uh, smelling good. Mm. I think part of the reason why no one's ever noticed is I always kind of spray myself down a little bit. A little foot's mm. Fleur. A little, little bit of Fleur. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's a very nice uh, perfume company that we've been, uh, who's been sponsoring us for a little while. But uh, they actually, they put a question here, which I never really thought about it. A lot of us are spraying the stuff on our bodies and we don't know what's actually in it. Have you thought about that? I've heard of, it was whale oil, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> that, that's what I heard for years. It was like whale fat and all this other stuff. But yeah, anyway, gum. it's actually, a, it's a reason why <laughs> we uh, enjoy Fleur here. They make stunning non-toxic perfumes. And they also list all of their ingredients online. I've yet to see whale fat on there nice. at all. So good. right now it's all it's all good stuff. So you get a good scent made with clean ingredients, and the sample process is just easy and fun, really. You just try a little thing. I I'm one of those guys who goes to the store and I go, you know, I'm like spray myself, and then I smell like six different people. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure whatever scent I'm getting is something that I like and the people around me like. So, uh, yeah, you get a good scent made with clean ingredients, and the sample process, like I said, is easy. So you can try Fleur, which is, uh, that's P-H-L-U-R, in case you're wondering how you spell it. Uh, First, you get to know each of their scents. Uh, Basically, if you go to the website, you see the pictures. They even have words and some playlists that go along with it. Uh, And then you can just try it out. It's it's good stuff. They sent us a bunch. We all tried them. We actually, I know James tried one. I tried one. I like this one called Greylock, which is really good. Greylock? Greylock. It has like this California coastal smell to it. Sounds I like, like it. a castle. I was going to say, it sounds like a character from Golden yeah. Compass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I like, so okay. Yeah. Uh, Bruce had one. Uh, he tried this one called Hepcat that he was really into. Uh, he said Hep-cat. it was like cologne that your cool uncle would put on before peeling out on his motorcycle into the sunset. I thought that was poetic. Right. <laughs> the way he said that. He's going to die on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> peeling out on a motorcycle is very good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but the other thing, too, about Fleur uh, is that it is gender-free. The scents are gender-free. You can just you wear it. And the best part is that it is, com- um, yeah, it's a completely transparent fragrance company. Like I said, you find out everything that's in their ingredients, and that's one of the things we like about it so much. So please go to Fleur.com today. Use promo code DUDESOUP to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That is promo code DUDESOUP at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrances free. I'm going to make sure that's totally correct. Uh, we'll have a link in the description in case I got that wrong. Uh, so, yeah, that's P-H-L-U-R.com. Mm. And uh, check them out today. Once again, promo code DUDESOUP, 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Smell good. Look good. That's the theme of today's episode. I like it. Don't go eat garlic. Well, oh yeah, go to yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I did actually. So I wanted to 
on that note, Lawrence, what you're saying about the long haul, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think is important. Like, I'm curious, I'll, I'll start first, but like, here's what all of your ultimate goals are, because none of us are probably going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. I wish we could, but that man had just great genes. Watch Pumping Iron and yeah, feel great about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it say, yeah. It's inspirational. He was the perfect combination of knowing exactly what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. having the genetics to do it, and steroids. Yeah. That's <laughs> a anyone, trifecta. Yeah. Just, yeah, you need all three, honestly, yeah. to be Arnold. Um, my, my personal goal is to be a healthy 50-year-old. Um, I think to your point, Brett, what you're saying, like something hit when I was 30 where a light went off. I was like, I need to really start taking care of myself now. It's not so much that I need to be some fitness model or anything like that. It's like, I just want to, I want to eventually have kids and be alive and healthy and not tired. Uh, Cause I'm going to be one of those 50 year old dads uh, at their Kinsiera. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> you got to start now if that's what you're aiming for. I know. Well, what? Getting in shape? No, being a fifty-year-old at a quinceanera. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, hey, look, we're we're go home. What are you doing here? Dad, <laughs> Daddy might be shooting blanks now. <laughs> um, but anyway, steroids. that that's my. I, I see guys like Paul Rudd or oh. other like actors and stuff now, or they're just getting older and looking well because they all take care yeah. of themselves. They're all rich, so none of Josh us are rich. Bowen? But what are you doing, man? Come on, he still works out. That's H-H-H. the thing. Yeah, NHGH. Yes, I'm trying to see how long I can do it without the steroids until they become publicly acceptable. Well, here's the trick. All you need to do is get to the point where you can't produce testosterone naturally, mm-hmm. and then they got to replace yeah. it. Yeah. Then, oh. you, then, you, then you're like, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I have to go in and replace it. And they're like, well, what, what were your numbers before? And you're like, I think it was in the tens of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll just give you that much. Uh, I'll just take a quick grab of Mexico. It'll be like one of those uh, blood pressure checker things in the CVS. You just mm-hmm. go and stick your arm in, and they... But like the number do, I think they're going to do up. patches. It's going to be oh. like quitting smoking. It's just going to oh, yeah. be. It's actually, better. I think that is. You can vape testosterone. I think that is actually. They yeah. do uh, testosterone but you can't replacement like therapy. Touch your pregnant wife with your arm. Oh, yeah. Because no. yeah. yeah. she'll, she'll grow a beard. He's not joking. Yeah. Like he's right. Murder the baby. Like, right like away. they do. They are testosterone patches, but they're tra- they'll transfer through the skin. Yeah, it's so like you, the gel. Like she'll start growing hair on her fucking arm. That rules. I hear there's a nasal spray they're working on. What the fuck, man? It's great to be a dude. We still, we still can't deliver babies without killing moms, but we have testosterone patches. 2019. God bless. Oh, priorities. So, uh, Brett, yeah. as our guest, uh, what is your what is your fitness goal? What do you? Why do you take care of yourself? Or, you know, we all try to. Oh, I mean, I think your your suggestion is a good one. You know, you want to be limber and not like a decrepit old, you know, mummified king on the throne when you're mm. 70 or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, it's a good catharsis. I feel like stress would have killed me several times over without the gym in my life. So, just continuing that. Having good, healthy conversations, though they're gym boys. Sure, yeah. Well, we need something to talk about. We're going to talk about Star Wars land? <laughs> I want to talk about Star Wars again. James. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's the same thing, especially building on the um, mental health aspect of it. It is my meditation. Mm. I can be so stressed out, go to the gym, and then just be like, everything is just completely washed out of my body by the time I get back. It is, it is so helpful for my mental health. It's also something that I enjoy. Like, it is my sport. Mm-hmm. There are those old men in the park that love to play chess or those guys that play basketball every single week or golf or whatever. Mm-hmm. I go to the gym and I move heavy things around. So I would like to be able to continue doing that basically until I die because <laughs> I'm not sure what I would replace it with. Robotic right. hip. Well, I mean, if the robotic hip allows me to continue lifting, then that's okay. Yeah. And Lawrence, um, why, why are you taking care of yourself? I'm getting there. Uh, you, once again, by the way, you look 
uh, knowing you for the amount of years that I've known you, mm-hmm. you are a transformed human. Well, thank yeah, you. Agreed. It is. It is one of those things. Like when old photos of you come up, and I'm just like, the yeah. dude has taken care. Of, like mm-hmm. you've you've gone through a tremendous transformation. I think probably you more than anyone else here is probably a huge inspiration to our audience. Jeez. I would assume. Yeah. I you look very so. healthy now too. Well, thank you. Just the, everything. Yeah. Yeah. The aggravating part is it's getting harder the closer I get to my goal. That's just how it goes. Um. And God, it's frustrating because, uh, some of the things you've told me about how like you can. You can push your body through certain barriers, but if you eat your way through it, then you just carry that weight through and there's no more barriers to push through. So I'm kind of trying something even more drastic now to, to, to lose weight. But my goals are like, I've been overweight most of my conscious life. So I just want to not be overweight for a little bit, feel what that feels like. Uh, to that extent, I, I like really like uh, like cool graphic shirts and stuff like that, but I can't <laughs> wear most of the ones I have because they're like lighter colors and that just looks horrible when you have man boobs. So I'm trying to like look good in t-shirts like you guys said. And then also... When I move around, I'd like to move as one unit and not have parts of me lag behind and slosh. So uh, there's a lot of that. Just like going upstairs, I don't want to feel anything jiggle. I just want to feel like one solid human. And there's like, an, almost an archaeology sense, there's parts of my body I don't think I've ever seen just because it's always been covered by fat. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what I look like under all that. And I've never seen it. Um, it's going to be weird that my first look at it's going to be age, you know, mid to late 30s, but better than than never. Yeah. No. So those are my goals. I hope I get there. I'm I'm... Still concerned because right now I'm like I'm cutting calories pretty hard and I'm working out a fuckload and gosh it's still just like mountains of effort for one pound and I still have like 25 to go so I don't I don't know where that's gonna end um, but I just have to keep chipping away at it but yeah I, I hope I get there I don't know what happens if I don't I just have to make my peace with it I guess well, you'll um, do it I hope so it's cool that there's still stuff about your body that you can explore like this you know it's like. I mean, you learn how to masturbate, and you're like, well, this is it. That was yeah. the last great mystery. <laughs> Only thing I needed. And then you're like, no, no, there's more. It well, yeah, it occurred solved. to me. I've never seen my own butthole, uh, and I've never seen, I've never seen, you like, my pectoral. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, I could, but. just stand over an iPad like yeah. most of the other girls in Reddit No, it's do. still it's still mystery. I, I embrace that. Uh, that'll be the last the last thing. That's like, yeah, mm. you crossing the finish line. <laughs> staring, <laughs> staring directly into my own butthole. I've, I've thought about this. This is just a personal thought. I've, like, because I've, I've hit a plateau for most of my life where I'm just like, I'm trying, like, it's just, you're not seeing any uh, momentum. I start to think that maybe it is just day-to-day life because this is my, this is my routine. This is what I do. I've often wondered, can you take a fitness vacation? I know it exists because if you can think of anything, it exists. Yes. I, Google has, yeah. yes, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like going to a boat that has nothing but weights everywhere. Well, so like dumb enough, I didn't do this, but the CrossFit class I was a part of, they were trying to push a like fitness retreat Retreat, where they're like, we're going to go to like a, and like sounded just like a cult where like, we're (laughs) going to go to Jonestown. I mean, an Island. uh, And it's just gonna be nothing but stretching and working out for 30 days. And I was like, that sounds great, but without you psycho people, because I don't like you people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, cause they just yell at you and call you pussies all the time for not doing a pull up wrong. Uh, the whole keeping thing is weird. (laughs) Uh Uh, yeah. The the fitness instructor literally called me a bitch and I just went, Hmm. Interesting. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. like a good place. They went out you of business recently, <laughs> and I laughed. It closed. Yeah, it closed. Yeah, nice. or they moved. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck those guys. But uh, regardless, good I was like, that that might be something I'm I'm worth. I'm I'm I think it's worth looking into. Where it's like thirty days of just like, I mean, that's a long vacation, obviously. Yeah. But like, it's tough with work because it's you know. Yeah. We can only take some stuff. There are definitely but, a lot of yoga retreats. I know that's yeah. something that for whatever reason in the brand of that exercise. Yoga is great too. Yeah. Um, the the other alternative is like really just getting yeah. dropped off in the woods somewhere and just finding yeah, your way find out. your way out. A knife and a loincloth. Yeah. yeah. 
that's why our, our grandfathers did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to follow up on you, Lawrence, you didn't mention enjoying it. Do you enjoy ah, it? Like there are things I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I enjoy uh, physical expression because to me it is sort of a, it's exploring a space that I kind of mentally told myself I'd never get to go into. Mm -hmm. um, to me, like video games were the way that I explored anything amazing in this world. Uh, so it, it is weird, and that that kind of leads to stunt work and martial arts and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So to be able to like uh, through the process of working out, right now I'm doing insanity, but to like jump in the air and then land like hands first and go into a plank and stuff like mm -hmm. that feels really cool because it's something I see in fitness videos and stuff and never told myself I'd be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Shanti's yelling at me and he's just like, just do it. And then I just did it and I was like, oh crap, I guess yeah. it was it was there. <laughs> yeah. So needed oh, someone I to push that. you. Yeah. So oh. breaking through barriers is fun. Attacking challenges is something mm -hmm. that, you know, is just baked into me. So I yeah, really yeah. enjoy that. Um and and there is the catharsis of working out, but and there's even the process of learning my own body, uh, the musculature of my own body. Uh, there's still muscle groups that I don't, my brain doesn't know how to talk to because yeah. I've just never used them. So that's exciting too. Um, but the the process of exercise itself, I have yet to develop an affinity for. Mm -hmm. um, I do it because I can listen to music or because it gives me all those fringe benefits. But uh, working out itself, just on its own, mm -hmm. I don't know, the act of pushing heavy things. You don't like get under a bar with a lot and you see all the weights on every side and you're just fucking yes. That's because I, <laughs> I haven't gotten there. Yes. Getting stronger is fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but pushing the weight, uh, it feels good when you feel strong and you're pushing something that's really heavy, but I haven't gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've developed to that point, so mm -hmm. I'm still kind of in those doldrums where I, I've found good motivation and I've found a good routine, I think, and I'm pushing through it. Uh, I just... If if I do three months of this and I don't see the results, I don't know what to get. I don't know what to do next. I really don't. But so, there is always something. I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll find something. There's I'll look then. Thousands of years. Yeah, yeah you're right. No. Yeah. You know, but I'm, there's no way you in your lifetime could try every every option. That's fair. I guess. Yeah. So right now I'm like holding myself to about two thousand calories a day, which honestly is up. I was doing sixteen hundred, which was a bad idea. Mm -hmm. um, it it led to some very weird and dark places, mm -hmm. uh, like mental things that I was not prepared for mm. of just being like really kind of depressed I guess it's yeah. uh, maybe acute depression uh -huh. but uh and yeah it, it resulted in some emotional outbursts that I, I later apologized for and was like I think my brain was wrong because I just didn't have any calories in my system that's uh, what I say too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I've adjusted up but I'm also doing like insanity workouts which is like an hour of mm -hmm. interval cardio and I've been doing that for like two months and I'm putting on muscle mass yeah but the fat's not going away, mm -hmm. or maybe it's just a trade. I don't know. But uh, so yeah, uh, we'll see. I don't know what's left if, aside from eating less and working out more to lose body fat. But I'll figure it out, I guess. I have a. If you ever wanted it, yeah, I have a hail mary for you. Okay. If you ever wanted it, but it, I'm they, interested. I mean, it's you will you won't like it because most well, former fat, most former fat people hate it and huh. hate the idea of it. But you eat a shit ton and you lift as heavy as you fucking can for six months of your life. The problem with that is you may gain like 25, 30 pounds and this you're like, why am I going backwards? But then you the end result is you've put on more lean mass beneath all of that. So then it actually makes the process of getting back down easier. I see. And those things where you feel like you're loose, it, it may not be that you're... You're, there's fat there or there's loose skin. It's just that the muscle mass isn't there beneath it to hold up those things, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think uh, the, the leader of the miners in Chernobyl, like just walk around naked. Yeah. He's like a stout dude, but you know he like fucking tears walls yeah, yeah. apart and he's just like, yeah. yeah, I can do both. Just a retired drill sergeant. Like a bear of a human. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, uh, we'll see. I've got one more month of insanity because I've already done it once. Yeah. And like that gave me a good base layer of strength and some good muscle mass. And I was like, great, now I'll burn more calories. So yeah. if I eat the same amount, I'm burning more. Surely the weight's got to come off. Did you stop? Yeah. You did insanity and then you stopped? I just... no. Well, I stopped for Arizona Circle. So I uh, stopped for about two weeks. That's brutal too. Production um, is just yeah. It's yeah. the worst. I, try, I mean, I did other workouts to, to sort of coast through. So I did I did the two months. Uh, well, it was more like a month and three weeks because uh, Arizona Circle mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. I did some workouts when we were traveling. And then when I got back, I started it up again. So I did the beginner month, and I'm about to click over into the fuck me month. God damn, that second. <laughs> How many levels? Is it three levels? There's there's two months. Two the months. second month has like two parts to it. There's uh, the beginning part, which sucks. It's like an hour and a half, uh, hour and fifteen workouts that are also way more intense. Jesus. And then the second week is those plus a bolt on. So it's oh about an, an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes of just interval. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! <sighs> it gets to you get to the point where everything's just numb and you're going yeah. through it, and then it gets to the point where your muscles just don't move anymore, and then you can't do anything. Yeah. So yeah. then you're just like hot, jogging in place, <laughs> sweating and yeah. panting. Yeah, I have like sweat stains slung on my monitor from stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so. But I got I got sweatbands now. I turn on the fan. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you just yeah. you evolve. Yeah. Like, regardless, yeah. you are an inspiration. Yeah. I think. I mean. If not do us at this table, somebody oh, yeah, out there. Absolutely. That's weird to think absolutely. of. Once again, don't take his advice. He's not licensed to do so. Yeah. Don't sue us. Uh, speaking of getting sued, uh, that's the end of the show. Ah, all right. I, there's no segue there. There's nothing clean. Uh, I <laughs> well, make... No, I got one. Oh, Drunky that? three coming up. Oh yeah. Speaking thank of you. not oh, doing yes. what we do, oh, baby. Uh, yeah. So some people have right rightfully reached out and said maybe encouraging binge drinking is a bad thing. I agree. Totally agree. Uh, don't do what we do, but we're gonna do it anyway. Uh, so yeah, Drunky Three is coming up this coming Sunday and Monday. Sunday is going to be the Funhouse Crew. Uh, we'll be streaming the Microsoft, uh, Bethesda, and Devolver conferences. Ooh. And then Monday is the Anti Gaming Crew. You get to meet a new, fr- new fresh faces. We'll be doing PC gaming, limited run games, Ubisoft, and something I don't. Square Enix. That's going to be fun. What a shit show! Wow. Yeah. And then fun. yeah, I, I got I got dogpiled on Twitter for not doing kind of funny. So if, if we're not comatose. We'll do the inside or the kind of funny indie game showcase, which would be pretty cool. So oh, yeah. Watch that. Yeah, they got like 60 too. games or something. Yeah, that's like that. a lot. A lot of indie games. What um, day is that on? That's also on Monday, 4.30. <laughs> so just uh, you Pacific. at the end, you switch streams and <laughs> just be like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> Drooling uh, on yourself. Yeah. Oh, you said 8K. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah uh, they know the rules too. So I don't oh, trust, so they'll just fuck with I don't yeah. trust Greg. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Lawrence uh, did post the rules on the subreddit, but you did on Twitter as well. You can check those out. Thank you very much for doing that. It's one of my favorite things that we do every year, uh, which is speaking of fitness. Yeah, so fitness, one of the things you shouldn't be doing 3, is 3,000 calories of empty, destructive calories. I'm yeah. figure out how I get a workout Literal poison. I know. It's, it's one of those things every, every do a drunk workout. Uh, YouTube video, I tried that once. I almost tripped on a treadmill. It was a bad idea. Oh, I Never again. It. Just, I love it, man. I get, yeah. into the, get into the reverie of it. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. I mean, I can't lift for shit, but cardio, man, I can go oh, nuts. Yeah, you do cardio. Everything else is just like, why? No, I tried lifting I, once I and a, f- a fever. Weights fell off the bar. Or and it was bad. Oh, drunk, drunk, drunk exercise drunk. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Anyway, uh, Brett, I want to thank you for coming all thank the way you down for here. Having me. Thank you. No, thank you. This. Thank you for joining our therapy session. Today. Yeah, we really enjoyed. That's, thank uh, you for coming by Spice Colin, by the way. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll remember that until I die. <laughs> uh, as always, you can check out Brett and all his crazy kids at Cow Chop. Anything you guys uh, doing coming up you want to talk about? Just enjoy it while it lasts, baby. We're <laughs> dropping like flies. <laughs> oh, I'll forever love your attitude. You're my spirit animal. Uh, God bless. And then uh, James is just always here. Yeah, maybe. Just, we'll see. Oh, no. I left jury duty. Jury duty, yeah. Oh, that's right. To come here. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, May justice be served. I yeah. can't talk about it, but if I get on this case, I will be gone for a long time. 
Oh, really? <laughs> Does it rhyme with Poj? <laughs> yeah. They got him again. <laughs> okay. They said some new evidence came up, yeah. wow. but he already acquitted him. Oh, well, try so, for something else. Damn, yeah. best of luck. Thanks. Oh, Shit. I'll still be there for E3 because it's the weekends. Oh, yeah. oh, good point. But yeah, I, I I looked ahead and I was like, what am I really going to be missing that I can't miss? So we'll Jeez. see. Okay. You got to uh, come back on the podcast and share all the juicy details. <laughs> all the courts. I can't when can over. you talk about it? When the it concludes, over. then you could write a book, right? Because I've yeah. done, I've been, have you ever done jury duty before? I've never been on a jury. I was on, last time I did it, I got picked and it ended up being five days and it was an assault. Uh, an assault. So it was actually a criminal trial. Oh. It was assault, and it started. Literally, work. it was assault. They meant like figuratively. It was an assault. Oh, no, no, no. It was fine. I was unemployed at the time, <laughs> oh. so I just went and I read like three books. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, you get to see the justice system just collapsing in front of you because you get there wow. at nine thirty, yeah, and then the lawyers don't show up till eleven, uh. and then the judge doesn't show up till eleven fifteen. So you then you get called in at eleven thirty. You hear thirty minutes of stuff, and they go break for lunch, and then you're gone for an hour. You come back, and then they're like three fifteen, end the day. So, um, and then you're sequestered, right? You're just like stuck in your hotel room. You can't go anywhere. Do oh, I wasn't. It wasn't that serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. They only do that yeah. in rare. Very, 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 very serious things in oh, yeah. popular culture. But yeah, it was like yeah. five days, and then I'd, I'd be like, all right. So I didn't have anything better to do. Make $15 a day. <laughs> Eat like down in the cafeteria. Audience work, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. But uh, but yeah, so I've I've done it before. Okay. Well, if uh, you have court TV, too, don't want to do might, it again. You might see James. But I don't uh, want to do it be, again. Yeah, but I'm juror number TV. 13, I believe. Hey, I pay taxes, so that way I can also <laughs> get paid $15 a day and not get paid here. <laughs> the, the day I went, Steve-O was also there. Oh, that cool. was fun. He was very nice. He seemed like he really wanted to serve. I bet he did. And I love that about Steve-O. Again, so. if you have nothing better to do, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty short day. It's downtown LA. It's, There's some great food. No, I'm not even there. Oh, we're I'm a oh. different I'm a different courthouse. Oh. It's way more convenient. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah. that's that's but again, pros and cons. <laughs> I have a life. Don't really want to do it. Okay. Well, but I will. I'll okay. serve. I'll serve. Nope. You're, you're an you American have served. You hero. will be of service. I will be of service. Okay. You're you're you deserve a purple heart thank for you. all your hard work. I agree. Yeah, that's a hero. Uh, thank you very much to our listeners, watchers, everyone in between. We'll see you guys next week with more dude soup, but also always on the channel, constantly making stuff. We're on 24-7. It never ends. This treadmill. It won't stop. We won't stop. Ever. Stop. Won't stop. Beautiful. We're going to live forever. We'll be one of those uh, AIs in Watchdog 3 or whatever. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Can I still lift? Can I have a hydraulic arm that's still that I can control with my brain, tube brain, and then... Tune in next week to find out. All right. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. Kill it, Omar.